following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Hey, welcome everybody. Uh, we're going to pick up on a segment with um, with Mike Overson and Jason Walgrave, and I'm going to try to uh, talk to you guys about investment real estate. And if you are still listening, if you're still carrying over, if you have any inkling about purchasing investment real estate, then I recommend highly that you call in. Uh, this is going to be quite honestly my 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 consulting billable three hundred buck an hour uh, information here in time. And if you want to get that free and you're cheap and everybody's cheap, right? Uh, you want to get that stuff? Hey, I'm going to, I'll answer your questions and I'll try to give you some guidance into this and give you a, a notion of what the uh, soiree uh, veering into investment real estate is all about. Some of the things that I feel are main pillars to your success, meaning that they are the things that you must try to adhere to because they are so powerful and so time-tested that work. I mean, it's it's really that simple. And so, you know, if you want to call in, 651-646-8255. Say that again, 651-646-8255. By all means, call in. And even if you just want to chat a little bit about your experience, if you are already involved in investment real estate, I'd love to have a conversation with you so that uh, other folks can hear and get a sense of this. You know, the thing about about real estate as as an investment, and please don't immediately have these silly notions that now you're going to have to deal with tenants in the middle of the night. And These are all the nonsense that people say who have tried it, made colossal mistakes, which we're going to try to talk about, and then tell everybody that it was a terrible, uh, you know, investment and good Lord, don't get into it. Well, you know, look, if you do it wrong, I, I won't disagree, but we we all in every endeavor figure out, you know, you know, challenges or have challenges and try to overcome them and try, attempt not to redo and make those might make those mistakes again. So we can talk about some of those things. So some of the main points that I want to talk about here that maybe will jog up your memory and make you want to make you want to call in are why real estate as opposed to any other investment that you might make because obviously you're going to need some money and I'm aware that everybody wants to do this with no money down because they have no money make no money and they see this as being their 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 job um, and that's a very different approach than what I'm going to advocate because I really do believe that you need to have money down and if you don't, then I certainly have strategies to try to overcome that. But to have nothing, no money, that's, you know, I, I, I'm aware of all the kits online to fix that and to overcome that. And I don't buy into any of them. So I, I think you need you need money to put down. And if that alienates a lot of you, well, then just start spending less than you earn and saving and getting prepared for it. But why real estate as opposed to something else? So that'll be a, a, a topic that we'll cover. Uh, what are you looking for? Um you know, in, in terms of 
of of of you know real estate in general do you want commercial do you want light industrial do you want uh retail office space do you want do you want uh, heavy thickened floors commercial real estate uh, uh next do you have uh to manage the properties yourself you know there's management uh, which is to cover the the tenants' issues, fix the problems, call in the service people who need to do it, and then of course, uh, in addition to managing the property, there are actually working on the property, managing, finding tenants, and keeping tenants happy. Uh, maintenance is the actual work that needs to be done, and those are two things that people believe are part and parcel of owning real estate. And I'm just going to tell you. Don't disagree, don't agree with that either. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I have real estate. I don't do any maintenance and I don't do any management. I did years ago when I was a younger man, but I don't do it now. Um, and you don't need to. And as an investment, that's the way to approach it. Um, <clears throat> next, is it hard to get financing? Well, the financing terms of buying an investment property, unless you go at it in certain ways, is different than it is on your single family home. And that's something you need to be aware of. So we'll talk about that. How much should you put down? Is it more is better? Is it, uh, you know, as little as possible? Is it none at all? We've already said that. <clears throat> Next, what are the best price points that you should be considering? We're going to talk about that. And uh, should I consider single family rather than multifamily if I'm going to be in residential real estate? So these are some of the questions that I that I want to cover. So here we go. Why real estate as opposed to any other investment? Why? Well, you know, let's assume that I have a chunk of money, you know, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, whatever it is. So I can put it anywhere. I can buy gold. I can buy mutual funds. I can buy index funds. I can stick it in bonds. I can bury it in the backyard. I can shove it into a savings account. <clears throat> you know, what, what, what makes me want to do real estate? Well, as somebody who understands the paper investment world, you know, your 401k that, which, which very honestly, People are, I'm sorry to say this, but severely lacking in their understanding of money, of investments, of anything financial. And the worst news of all is that they'll tell you that they don't want to know. And I don't know why that is. Is it just such a frustration to you because you don't make enough money and you're just angry at the world and you turn on your TV and everybody's rich and you're not? I, I don't know what it is. But if you want to succeed, you got to learn how these things work. So my frustration with paper investments is not that people do it because I believe everybody should. If you've got a company-sponsored pension plan, retirement plan, um, you should participate in it. There's absolutely no question about that. But I've never looked at a qualified retirement account, 401k, 403b, solo IRA, 401k, um, SEP, KEO, Roth, all these are just simply different variations on a theme which which are tax-incentivized investments for retirement. And all it means is, is the government saying, look, if you don't do these things, we're going to have to take care of you, and we'd rather give you a tax break so that you take care of yourself and that we don't have to do it. That's all. Uh, the sad portrayal is with the two types of 
contributions that you make to your retirement account, that being a traditional contribution, which is before tax dollars, and a Roth contribution, which is after tax dollars, when you've already paid the taxes and then still get a tax break. Without getting into detail, I'm just going to tell you that traditional contributions, you know the ones that everybody does, where they get pre-tax dollars going into the retirement account. Just so you know, the in many cases, the government is going to make more money in taxes that they will take from you than they would have made if you'd have just paid the taxes from the beginning and stuck it into an investment with no tax incentivized investment plan at all. (laughs) So you should know that from the perspective of the government, they often make more money, get more money from taxes than you're avoiding. (laughs) And so if if you're saying, well, that sounds like that's just a, a, a boon to the government. And in some cases, it is. Uh, so, you know, the, the, if for anybody listening, especially anybody who's young, you should definitely be considering the Roth IRA. Will it mean, will it, or the Roth, uh, 401k contribution? Will it cause you to pay more taxes now? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. But could it be better long term? Yes. Now, if you put money into those things, I look upon them as stability. I don't look upon you investing in that type of an of a retirement account as being the thing that's going to make you rich upon your retirement. And I know most of you have been hogwashed into the notion that that's what's going to happen. And I'm just going to tell you, it's not true. Um, the vast majority of Americans, very frankly, have a great chance of running out of money in retirement. The vast majority. And very few of you are taking full advantage of that retirement account anyway, meaning that you're maxing out. So in, I believe this year, it's $19,000 per person per year. Divide that by 12 and realize how much money we're talking about. So over 1500 bucks a month per person. All right. And if you're over 60, then that means that you can add an additional contribution that will take you up to $2,500, another $6,000, a catch-up provision at that age. So if you're a couple over 50 and you're not putting $50,000 away, $25,000 each, you're not maximizing your contribution to your retirement account. So I'm going to tell you, for the vast majority of people, uh, they're not even coming close to that. So, you know, this notion that you've got a 3% match at work and you're matching that, you're doing 3% and they're doing 3%, and that's going to make you rich and give you all kinds of money in retirement, you're delusional. It isn't going to happen. But even if you are doing that, That still isn't something that I look upon as being wealth. I believe you still need something else above and beyond that. And I am insinuating that real estate is a really, really good thing to do that with. Now, back to the point, why is it, why real estate? Well, the first thing is because you understand it. That's, that's one of the most valuable things. And that it's real and it's tangible and it's not a prospectus where somebody's telling you what they're going to do as in a pro forma. You know, if I try to sell you a business, I'm going to tell you what the business is going to perform, what it's done in the past and what it's going to do in the future. But the, but the projection of future performance, which is what a pro forma is, uh, doesn't tell you anything. It's like the weather. The weatherman can tell you it's going to be 50 degrees, but until it actually reaches 50 degrees, you don't 
know that. And anybody can walk outside the, the door and figure out what the weather really is after it's already happened. That's the way investments are. You do the best you can with the research you have, but it's very hard to predict what's going to happen in the future until after it's already happened. With, with real estate, it is, it is very predictable. It has the same challenges, no question about it, but it is very predictable. I also recommend that if you are going to buy real estate, that you buy it locally, that you buy it in an area that you can drive by. You know, it's not too far from your home. You can get in your car, you can drive it by it, you can see it. And even if you have a management and maintenance company, you can drive by and you can see that, you can touch it, and it's real. So that's one of the reasons that somebody would invest in real estate. Another reason that they would uh, put their money into real estate is because it is inflation-proof. Uh, remember that if you're sitting on the sidelines and you're saying, should I buy a house? Well, just know that the difference between what I'm saying here, investment real estate and your single family home, they're not even remotely the same. And for most of you, you don't understand that. It would take two hours to explain that to you. But your home is something that you pay to maintain. It's something that you pay all the expenses that go along with it. And if you analyze investment property properly, the only money you will ever put into it out of your rear pocket is going to be the down payment on it. That's it. That's it. You're, you're going to take the money that is made in cash flow that you think is, is, uh, is, is, well, you think is cash flow, the money that comes in from the rent, and you're going to, you're going to save that and you're going to use it to fix all the things that are going to happen over time. But the bottom line is if you do it right, you're never pulling money out of your pocket to pay for it. Someone else is paying the loan down while simultaneously the value is going up. That is nothing like your home that you live in. So don't say I own, I own investment real estate. I own my own home. Cause, cause if you say that you're wrong, the home that you live in, you pay the property taxes, you pay the insurance, you pay the interest on the debt. You are the one who is paying for all the ongoing annual uh, maintenance costs and all the long-term costs of ownership to fix, repair, or replace the major fixtures that over time are going to have to be replaced or repaired. Now, so when you tell me about your your return on investment, your so-called appreciation, if you subtract all those things that I just described out of it, you're going to figure out very quickly that the home you live in is not your best investment like everybody tells you. But the alternative of renting could be worse. It could be better, too but could be worse. So at the end of the day, you got to live somewhere. So you might as well live in a home that you like and enjoy as long as you don't push it too far. If you are buying a home that is so far out of, out of your ability to earn money, spend the cost to live, and there's no money left, you're pushing it. You're spending everything on that home. That's a terrible idea financially. Is that what most people do? Yes, it is. And that's why so rarely do they have a lot of money. Even if they make two, $300,000 a year, they've got a home. And the only thing that they can do is try to pay that home off and then step down. Well, look, do you want to do that? Is this notion that when you're 60, 70 years old, you want to live in a much lesser home? I don't know about that. I mean, maybe, maybe, um, you know, if you bought a five bedroom home because you have three kids. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Um, but, uh, but the bottom line is, is that investment real estate and your home are very different things. So you got to be aware of that. Uh, I, I, I love real estate because of the inflation proof. 
portion of it. Um, what do I mean by that? I mean that investment real estate goes up, that is the rents, relative to inflation and the overall cost of living in the economy. So if you're sitting there, as I've said, saying, well, I'm going to wait until the interest rates go down or the cost of housing goes down. Look, you don't need to do that. When you put money into an investment, you don't wait for the mutual fund to go up and down before you buy. I know a lot of you think that's what you do. It isn't what you do. You dollar cost average. You put an amount of money in every month, the same amount of money, and in some months when the, when the share price is high, you're going to pay more and get less shares, and when the share price is low, you're going to buy more shares and pay less. And overall, over a period of 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, you will pay an average, because it averages out, price over time. That's how you overcome that challenge of the highs and the lows, rather than thinking that you're smart enough to bet and make predictions about it. Look, the people on Wall Street can't do it. What in the world makes you think you're going to do it? So that's how you do it. Well, look, you can do the same thing with real estate. Let's just say you're going to buy a home same time of the year because you've made some predictions about the best or worst time of the year to buy when the price is high or low. And I'll, I'll leave that alone for now. And you do that once a year for the next 10 years with the goal of in 10 years you own 10 properties dynamite that's fantastic but here's the good news even if you buy it high in the market today if the interest rates go up guess what happens to market rents that means average rents around the area or or over time the rents are going to go up So we love inflation as property owners. You might be sitting there thinking you're worried about buying investment real estate because of inflation. We love inflation because guess what? When the interest rate goes up, it causes the monthly cost of the home to go up and in some cases pretty dramatically. Well, guess what? When you own the real estate, your monthly payment remains the same, subject to change, of course, because of property taxes and insurance. But... The great news is your payment remains the same. And isn't it wonderful that we now are going to increase our rents relative to the alternative of somebody rather than renting, paying or buying a home. So almost always rents are going to mirror somewhat the cost of purchasing a home. They almost are always are. And the irony in all of that is that many people who rent are people who can't afford or can't qualify for a mortgage in a home, yet, in point of fact, they're going to pay as much or more for that same home to rent. So that's a great thing as somebody who who wants to purchase investment real estate, and it's why you would want to purchase. Now, at the end of the day, the last thing that I'll tell you is the rate of return, if done properly, can be higher than what most people statistically Look, I'm not going to talk about you because by the grace of God, you may get a tremendous return because, well, not because you're a genius, but because you're lucky. And maybe in some instances, you might do better. It's highly unlikely. Is it very reasonable if you do your numbers properly that your return on investment, that means the cash on cash return, the money that you actually put in, that you could get eight 
10, 12% and even higher as a rate of return, given that most people in the market with a diversified portfolio, meaning that they're going to have a percentage, 60, 70, 50, 50, whatever, stocks and bonds, bonds being the thing that, 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 that saves you when the market goes down and in, and stock investments being the things that lets you take advantage of the upside. You're going to take a percentage of your portfolio, put it in what we'll call safety versus something that has more upside potential. And overall, the average investor over a 30-year investment career statistically is going to realize something in the range of 6 to 8%. And in fact, the statistics are about 6%. All right? So if you do better than that, you're killing it. And that's on average. So don't tell me that your mutual fund is up 12% because over your lifetime, your working lifetime, it probably won't be that high. But then remember, you also have to average it over what the bonds are returning as a percentage of your portfolio to get a blended amount for the overall investment dollars you have. And you will most likely fit right into that box of 6 to 8%. So if you invest in real estate, you can do better than that, or you potentially could do better than that. In addition, the tax incentives with real estate, in my estimation, blow the doors off of qualified retirement accounts. And remember that tax uh, efficiency will almost always be a greater concern and a better strategy for you to focus on than investment return. So when you consider those things, all those things tell you that unless you're going to build a company and own your own business and get margins be, you know, in the 20, 30% range and higher, real estate, if you have a day job, can very definitely be one of the best investments you can make provided you know what you're doing. Let's take a break. We'll be right back talking about how you can succeed with investment real estate. We will be right back. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day -day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Zero, zero. Well, it's here again. The holidays are right around the corner and everyone wants to have their holiday lights before it's too late. Everyone likes to procrastinate, but who wants to be up on the roof in November? Everyone loves holiday lights, especially when they're tastefully done. 
This year, have professionals do your holiday lights. If you want the best lights in the neighborhood, simply call 612-423-3059. To see Todd Rooker's home, go to theholidaylightcompany.com, then go to gallery. Happy holidays. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412, Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So, uh, what do you look for is the next question. Should I buy a commercial? Should I buy residential property? Well, there is a vast difference between your approach to residential property and commercial property. And the simple answer to this, what is that, that you should buy most often uh, should be, what do you understand? 
And if you're living in a single family home, most likely you have a much greater understanding of residential single family properties than you do with multi-unit properties or, or God forbid, commercial, which, which are very different. Now, the multi-unit properties uh, might very well be a good thing for you in terms of a duplex or a fourplex, or maybe something a little bit larger than that. Uh, but when you get into properties where you've got, you know, significant, uh, uh, you know, 50, 100 units, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. And I'm saying if you have adequate counsel around you to help you with it, there's nothing wrong with that being your first soiree into real estate. However, that number, the requirement of down payment, the sophistication, the, the overall number of purchase price is gonna, is gonna stop most people just because it's gonna scare them. Uh, now that said, you have, uh, generally, Greater, uh, greater, uh, cash flow in properties like that. And that means that you've got a better capitalization rate, which we're going to get into in a minute. Um, but that's multi-unit. I would say the vast majority of people probably should dip their toe in with single family properties to get a sense of how things work and then evolve maybe very quickly, maybe more slowly into multi-unit properties and maybe even into commercial uh with with as i say the right council or or as a as a uh, partnership with other people who've already done it and have have been successful at it and know how to track uh the economic trends and the numbers and how all of that works so i think for most people that means they're going to be in single family properties now i will say that the first thing I want anybody to understand, which has a great impact on what you choose and what type of properties you look for, is to understand the raw money that comes in as it relates to the purchase price and what triggers a good investment. I like to say that uh, if I buy residential properties, and that's not multi-units, because multi-units are going to be better. But if I want, if I'm looking for a single family property, I want to get a six to 8% capitalization rate or not six, six to 8%, but six to eight cap rate. Forgive me. Um, and all that means is that the amount of rent that I receive annually divided into the purchase price happens X number of times. So if it's a cap rate of eight, it means it happens eight times. So I take my 200,000, I divide 18,000 into it. And then that tells me how many times 18,000 goes into 200,000. And that determines my cap rate. It's a very simple, basic number. Now, all that means is that the lower the cap rate, the better the cash flow. It still doesn't mean that it's a good property by any means, because there could be all kinds of expenditures in the operation of that property and the fixtures that could be very expensive to maintain that would tell me that although the cap rate is good, I don't want any part of this property. But it is the first and most important equation that I must understand before I even take a look at a property. Because if the cash flow isn't good, why am I wasting my time? It's a bit like you being a business owner and coming in and telling me that you do a million dollars a year in, in gross revenue. Gross revenue just being the raw money that comes in from people buying your product and service. 
Well, if we have a million dollars coming in the front door, regardless of what the expenses are, at least we know we've got a substantial amount of money to work with. And if we improve the margins, meaning that after all of the expenses, rather than getting a 10% return, which would be a, a, a $200,000, we can double that to 20%, which really isn't a huge thing for each consumer for product or service. And yet all of a sudden we go from you know, ten percent on two uh, on a million, rather. Forgive me, uh, being a hundred thousand, and instead go to two hundred thousand because we doubled from ten percent to twenty percent. If we had not had that raw revenue to start with, we might not have had anything to work with in the first place. Now, it doesn't mean it can be done, <laughs> um, but it gives us something. So, on a home. We would like to have what I like to call a one-to-one equation. Now, I've called it this for years, and you may have another way of, if you're a commercial person or an investment real estate person, of referring to it, but I call it my one-to-one. And all it means is whatever the purchase price is of that property, $200,000, $300,000, $500,000, I want to know that the market rents, and market rents can be can be determined very easily by going online. There's calculators all over the place that will tell you what the what the raw rent that mean the market the market rents are going for in a particular area. And I don't want to push things. I don't want to know you know if it gives a range and the and the high range is this number. I never want to use that number because I don't want to push it too hard. I want to know reasonably that if the market rents are drop two numbers less the purchase price. So if the purchase price is two hundred thousand uh, dollars, I want to know that the market rents monthly drop two numbers are two thousand dollars a month or more. If they are, it gets me to an eight point three cap rate. That's the first point at which I'm going to look at it. If you can't do that with your existing real estate, or if you can't do it with the real estate that you're considering buying or looking at, and that doesn't work, I don't care about anything else. I'm done. I'm not looking at it. So is that going to make it hard to find properties? You better believe it is. You better believe it is. There's not a lot of properties that are going to meet that. And I can tell you that if you're going to hire or if you're going to, if you're going to work with a real estate agent and give them those numbers, they may quit working with you very quickly because most of the properties in the Twin Cities aren't going to meet that criteria. And all I can say to that is, oh well, um, because if that doesn't work, I'm not interested. Now, would I like to see something even better than that? Yes, I'd love to see $2,500 a month on a property that cost me $200,000 because it's a duplex. I'd love that. That'd be fabulous. But uh, that's that's what we're looking for here. Now, does that mean that we want the property? No, it doesn't. It just means that we're willing to consider it. Now, when we go out and look at it, we're going to look at the fixtures and the maintenance and all of those types of things, and we're going to consider whether or not we're going to go farther. And so one thing that I'll tell you that I do that you want to be conscious of, is that when when you buy a home that you live in, you may have a home inspector come out and look at that home. And when they look at that home, they're simply telling you whether or not it's a solid home and if there's any major issues related to that home. That's great. And you certainly want that. And that has great value. But let me tell you what I want my home inspector to do. I want him to go through every fixture in that property, especially the major fixtures. And I want them to tell me that if I take out a 15 year or 20 year, which is, by the way, typical for me, not a 30 year, but even if it's 30 years, I want that home inspector to go through, take serial numbers, look at everything and tell me what fixtures are going to need to be repaired 
in a major way where the repair repair costs two three thousand dollars or more, or depending on the on the on the property, or they have to be altogether replaced in the in the period of time that I financed. So if I have a fifteen year loan, tell me what fixtures in this property are going to have to be repaired, and the repair cost is going to be two three thousand dollars or more, or are going to have to be replaced over that fifteen year period of time. That immediately tells me what money I'm going to have to set aside that maybe previously I thought was cash flow that I could take myself, but in fact isn't cash flow because it will be needed to be able to replace these items or repair these items down the road because it is as imminent as the sun coming up in the morning and I will need that money. And the only alternative is to refinance. Now I'm aware that if you go on the internet, you've got people saying refinance till you die. These people aren't financial people. They don't understand that the, the notion that most mortgages are front end loaded and you're going to pay in the first seven to 10 years more interest then you actually have closed on the loan. So if your interest rate is 4%, you take the grand total of balance and divide that and, 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 you know, times that number. So, you know, 200,000 times 0.02, uh, or 0.04 rather as your interest rate. And then divide that number by 12. You're going to figure out very quickly you're paying with each payment based on the principal balance at that time more than the advertised interest rate. There are statisticians and actuarials in mortgage companies who know that the average people are refinancing every three to five years and moving every five to seven. And you will do that if you're average and they will make more money than the advertised interest rate in terms of their return on investment. Now, once you get past that time, say 10, 12, 15 years, you actually will be paying less than the advertised interest rate. But guess what? Most people will never stay in the loan long enough to enjoy that benefit. And if you own an investment property and every time the driveway or the roof or the HVAC needs to be fixed, a major fixture, and you don't have the money because you didn't save the cash flow, you spent it on something for your lifestyle, the only alternative you have is either you sell the property or you have to refinance it. And guess what? You just started the front end loaded interest all over again. So to financially forecast, those major expenses is critical to your success. And what I've just told you, the long-term cost of ownership is lost on 98% of the people who already own investment real estate. If you don't do that, you're destined to have these problems. Let's take another break. We'll be right back talking about investment real estate. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. 
800 Hi, Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. For convenient offices in the Twin Cities, greatwatersfinancial.com. Oh, I'm hearing the smooth jazz again, and that means it's time to call in. 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, and the hosts will answer your call live on the air. The Lone Ranger and Tonto. Yes. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, yes. Butch and Sundance. That's right. Turner and Hooch. Okay. Tango and Cash. Uh, all right. Starsky okay. and Hutch. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Okay. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Got the idea. It's that every superhero needs a sidekick. That's why when Jason Walgrave needs help for his customers, he calls on Mike Overson at Leader One Financial. Find out how to get started on making your plan today at applywithmike.com because he's super. Laverne and Shirley. Exactly. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures, on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer-for-life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to SMA2DAY.com. The Lone Ranger and Tonto. Yes. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, 
Oh, yes. Butch and Sunday. That's right. Turner and Hooch. Okay. Tango and Cash. Uh, all right. Starsky okay. and Hutch. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Okay. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Got the idea. It's that every superhero needs a sidekick. That's why when Jason Walgrave needs help for his customers, he calls on Mike Overson at Leader One Financial. Find out how to get started on making your plan today at applywithmike.com because he's super. Laverne and Shirley. Exactly. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So, investment real estate. Uh, so, when I look at properties, uh, I want to know the type of fixtures that they have. Um, are they fixtures that have to be replaced readily? You know, if I've got cedar siding that has to be repainted regularly, if I have wood windows, if I have uh, an old boiler, if I have if I have uh, steel siding or vinyl siding, if I have vinyl clad windows, if I have single pane windows versus uh, thermal insulated windows, if I have a lot of landscaping that is fussy versus, uh, you know, don't have that sod right up to the windows, um, if I have made big trees that have to be trimmed that are going to be problematic, um, anything and everything is, is, is a question of how consistently does it have to be replaced? Is it a 30-year lifespan? Is it a 10-year lifespan? All of these things in an investment property are critical. And I'm just going to tell you that most people who buy investment real estate, certainly single family homes as investment real estate, don't even take this into great account or, or great measure. And I'm telling you that you absolutely need to do that. The other thing that I'll say is that you want to buy properties that are in your area and even in potentially a specific neighborhood or a specific type of property so that you become adept at that particular expertise, this price point, 200000 uh, 150000 whatever it happens to be in your area that fit this criteria. Because just imagine, and you should have this, uh, a, a spreadsheet where you're clicking off boxes that it either meets these criterion or not. And those determine, do I go forward or do I not? I believe that real estate is not ambiguous. Everybody has this notion, you got to take all these risks. You don't have to take risks. It's either good or it's bad. It's not hard. And it's yes or it's no. And so it's not ambiguous. It's not, well, maybe, I don't know. It's none of that. If you're doing that, then you don't know what you're doing. Um, simple stuff. The other thing I would say is I don't want super high price points on any investment real estate. In other words, if I'm living in a $650,000 home and I'm going to move out and rent it, I'm just going to tell you that's generally not a good idea because the formula isn't going to work and people who rent don't want to pay that amount of money for rent. More often than not, even if they want a home like that, they can move into a home like that and the cost of renting is very low relative to its value because there's so much uh, there's so many fewer people who want a property that size and at that price point in terms of rent. What most people are doing, if they do want a home like that, if they're renting, they want to move into a rental that costs them very little, thereby they can save up money to buy the big home that they want to buy and live in. So I would, as a, as a, as a rule, rather own three $100,000 properties than one $300,000 property as an investment property or properties. Why? Because look, if the, if the bigger property has got no tenant and that's a hundred percent one tenant renter, 
wow, I don't want that because I've got no money coming in. At least if I have one of the three properties unoccupied, I've got the diversification of having two properties that are still occupied. Now, sounds real good, except here's the problem. If you get into lower price points, you've also got an entirely different tenant. And whether or not you want government-subsidized Section 8 tenants or not, that's another that's another question. And I'm not even going to say that Section 8 is good or bad because there's different approaches to how you manage and buy and keep those properties. But I'm telling you that they're very different. And so from my perspective, I would rather have lower price properties, but I, I'm very conscious of the type of tenant that that may attract in a given area. So that's an important thing. So I want to know uh, the, the area. I want to know the type of property. And I don't want to spend too much on an investment property. I'd rather have more investment properties than one big one. That's, that's pretty straightforward. Uh, the, the other thing that I touched on was the difference between commercial and, you know, and uh, residential. And I'm, I'm going to say this quickly, and this is going to probably offend commercial real estate agents who believe they're savvy, and they may be, and they may be. Um, I don't have, I don't feel you have the same level of predictability in terms of increasing values in commercial property that you do in uh, residential investment properties. Residential properties, especially single family homes, uh, just continue to go up, up, up for no particular economic apparent reason. That doesn't happen necessarily in commercial. Now, you'll have commercial people who will argue with you to the death because location, 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 and they do see appreciation. But the truth of the matter is when you buy commercial property, you're more focused on cash flow, an income stream that you're purchasing, than you are interested in internal growth, which is the equity that goes up that you don't get to put your hands on. When a, when a property goes up, the only way you get your money is to be able to refinance or sell the property, which means that you're kind of protecting yourself from yourself because you can't readily get at that money. And the reason that I'm saying this is because if you could get that at the money, most people are going to take it and spend it and go buy a new boat or a better house. Now, that's exactly what people want as you're listening. But I'm telling you that if you want to build net worth, assets minus liabilities equals your net worth, and you want to grow and become financially sound, stable, and well-off, you don't want to do that. So again, that's another reason why residential real estate might be a very good thing for average people who want to get involved in investment real estate. Let's take another break here, and we will be right back at the tail end, try to wrap up and give you some other solid terms before you, you move on in your day. We'll be right back. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day -day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. 
800-800-0800. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Well, it's here again. The holidays are right around the corner, and everyone wants to have their holiday lights before it's too late. Everyone likes to procrastinate, but who wants to be up on the roof in November? Everyone loves holiday lights, especially when they're tastefully done. This year, have professionals do your holiday lights. If you want the best lights in the neighborhood, simply call 612-423-3059. To see Todd Rooker's home, Go to theholidaylightcompany.com, then go to gallery. Happy holidays. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So next issue is, is it hard to get financing for investment property? The answer is it's harder than it is with a single family home. Because remember, you're going to have to show that you can afford to make your rent payment and or your own home mortgage payment 
and then also be able to qualify to show that you have the capacity, that being the money, to be able to make the payment on the investment property. So that alone tells you it's harder to do it. It also requires potentially more money down, and the ratios are more conservative. because they don't want you to get yourself in trouble because they assume that you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, it's harder to do that. However, if you understand the underwriting guidelines, like everything I've taught on this show for going on now 10 years, is that you position for the underwriting standards to make yourself look the way you need to look to qualify for the financing. So you don't go in wondering if you can qualify or not and, and have no concept. You know the underwriting standards. You are aware of your financial transparency, bank statements, income, uh, all of your expenditures that will be included in the formula. And you know before you walk in, not just your stupid credit score, folks. That's about, that's about all that people know. They're so ignorant, average people. You've got to know all of this stuff. And if you do, you already know you're going to qualify before you walk in the door. So, yes, it's harder, but it's not that hard. So, you know, you have to know financing. And look, in all business, the notion of how financing works and whether or not you can get it will be the limitation to your success in nearly every business in existence. So if you don't become an expert in financing over time, then you're not going to succeed, at least not in a sustainable way. So you have to become a financial person if you want to be involved in any form of business and certainly investment real estate. So how much should you put down? Well, as I've already said, they ask you to put more money down. So it's going to be harder, but that doesn't mean that you can't buy a home, live in it, market rents go up, you have greater equity, and now you also have overcome the challenge of not having the money you put down. If you want to know how to do this, call us up. Rooker Financial Consultant will teach you how to do it, and the money you spend will be more than worth the tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in mistakes that you'll make. But is it good? It's great. Investment real estate. Have a good weekend. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great. But who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. Score North on AM 1500 KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis, 94.5 KSTP FM St. Paul HD2 and on scorenorth.com.